How did we spend $1,400 in a Facebook ads campaign and generate over $50,000 in a single day in sales? Find out more on today's episode. Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kine, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Clavio comes in. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to Clavio.com forward slash beyond BF for more. That's Clavio.com forward slash beyond BF.com. Attention online retailers in Europe, a new payment standard known as SCA or Strong Customer Authentication will come into force in September 2019. MasterCard research shows that up to 75% of e-commerce merchants in Europe are potentially unaware of this coming into effect. SCA is a new regulatory requirement that is designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure. The challenge is to create or keep a frictionless checkout experience for online shoppers. SCA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. MasterCard's identity check is fully compliant with SCA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust, allowing us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprints. To find out more on Identity Check, visit the MasterCard website. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. If you're looking to increase sales in general with level points such as acquisition, conversion rate optimization, retention, this is the right place um, on today's episode, or before I get into today's episode, I would um, like you to subscribe to the show and leave us a review on any platform you access this show on. 
um, if it's on iTunes, if it's on SoundCloud, SoundCloud obviously does not have um, a review system, but if it's on iTunes, please review it. If it's on Stitcher, if it's on Google Play, um, if it's on Spotify, I don't think Spotify does, um, you know, allow reviews, but please search for 2X e-commerce and leave us a review. It would immensely help um, us either on the Google Play platform or um, the iTunes platform, podcast platform. I would, you know, very much appreciate it. Now, on today's episode, it's pretty much a a replay of a webinar I um, I conducted just last week. It was a private webinar to only members of the um, the e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind um, Facebook group. Um, so we have a Facebook group. In case you do not know, um, it's it's on um, obviously Facebook. But if you search um, either two X e-commerce or you search for e-commerce growth accelerator, um, so the growth accelerator is a single word. Um, you will find it. You will find it. Or just go to bitly um, forward slash e-commerce fb. That's bit dot ly forward slash um, e-commerce fb. You'll be redirected to the group. Now, in the group, I um, publish typically exclusive content on um, tips, strategies, updates um, in e-commerce, and you know, on there, I um, put in a very a a, a, um, a case study. So essentially. We spent um, a thousand, just shy of a thousand four hundred dollars on a single day, which attributed to fifty thousand dollars in sales um, on Facebook. So we had a, a massive ROAS or return on advertising spend of thirty six. So for every one dollar we poured into Facebook, thirty six dollars came back. You know that that was the ridiculousness of the campaign. It was you know crazy you know, successful. And um, there was CPA, which is a cost per acquisition or cost per purchase of about $9.05. So in this webinar you're about to listen to, I break down every single step I took um, or we took, the team took actually to to put in these results together for for the client. Um, I share everything really. Now, um, because this is audio, you might not, um, there, there might be some, um, some images I may be referring to that you will not be able to see, unfortunately. Um, so if you, you know, really want to see this presentation, jump into the, you know, Facebook, um, you know, um, group and, um, it, it is the first video you'd see, no, second video, actually, there's an announcement or introduction video, and then it is the video after that. Um, you will be able to watch that video essentially. And um, yes, it, it would be, you know, really, really fascinating to, to hear your thoughts on, um, on to, to, to hear your thoughts on, on the results and everything. You could actually even um, leave us a, a feed. Um, you could leave us a comment in Facebook. Um, it's, it, you know, a lot of people have come back to me, you know, with, you know, several other questions um, so, so yeah, um, do, do let me know what you think, enjoy, learn, take notes. And I would suggest you also go to the Facebook, um, you know, um, page if you haven't already the Facebook group and subscribe. Um, I'll catch you at the end of the show. Um, do have a good one. Enjoy the show. Have a great listen. 
Hi guys, thank you for turning up for the Facebook Live on how to 24x ROAS um, in a single day. Now, I actually 36, my ROAS was actually 36x for a campaign I set up. And I'm going to break down every single step I took, how I planned it out and how I executed it to get the 36x ROAS. And I think the CPA was about $9 with an um, average order value via Facebook, about $300. We engineered it. It's been, I'll say it's been work in progress for one year. Uh, I've been coaching this particular e-commerce brand for one year and over, you know, um, every quarter we've kind of refined the strategy. And I think I've, um, I've, I've got it to a point where, it is, it is decent. It is, you know, really consistent and it's always delivering beyond the expectation of the client, which, which is really, really key. Um, so the expectation of this, um, the, this campaign we set up was about $40,000 in, in, in sales and we did 85K and then there was a spill up, spillover the next day of about 15, 20K. So we did well over 100K in about 30 hours of um, execution. Um, so I'm going to break everything down. Um, I'm face to camera now. Um, I think the next thing I want to do would be to share my screen with you. I have some slides where I've broken everything down. I had to put the slides um, together to, to actually break everything down. So I'm not just chattering that there is a structure to it. Um, so um, I'm just going to um, share my screen now. And you should be able to see my screen. Okay. So basically it's um, a situation in which we 20 4x you know how can you get 24x roas in 24 hours okay so um i think we we we're, we're ready to to kick off and you know um get on on board okay so this is the screenshot um it was on the 28th of june 2019 our total spend on that day was just under $1400 and off the back of that, we're able to generate $50,000 in sales, just over 50000 And that amounted to 36 ROAS. Now, a lot of people who would um, you know, share this kind of information with you will stop at this and not give you, you know, not get into the detail. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into the detail. I'm going to get you get right into the detail. So you have a solid blueprint to, to execute yourself to hit 24x ROAS um, in a single day, um, you know, going forward. Okay, so it is always important to give context. Context is super important. And again, uh, a lot of the shares I've come across do not provide sufficient context. Now, this e-commerce brand I coach are an established business. They're, they're totally established business. They've been running for well over six years. They have a niche. 
They have over 200,000 Clavio email, email subscribers. Um, they have, they typically generate 500K a month in revenue. Um, and um, with their websites and other channels, they're a 10 million plus a year brand. Um, so one thing you have to bear in mind is that they have a rock solid fan base, okay? Um, their YouTube channel is thriving. Their Facebook page is thriving. They have that base. Um, but the problem was like we were having an unusually slow month of June in 2019. Most of the months we were hitting our targets, you know, year on year targets where we were increasing revenue by 10 to 25% as compared to the, that point in time in 2018. Now, this particular June was very challenging. We were back in sales. Um, we were losing money, basically, in comparison to what was going on in 2018. And so um, I looked into the arsenal of what we could do. And our big idea, essentially, was that we should run a flash sale. Um, and really, it shouldn't even be... Um, as a result of a reactive flash sales shouldn't really be reactive. Flash sales should really be proactive. If you're not running a flash sale every quarter, you're leaving money on the table. Um, if you guys don't know what the biggest flash sale is, you know, in the world, this Black Friday, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they're, all, they're, they're flash sales essentially. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to repeat the success of Black Friday in your own store. You think about like Amazon Prime Day. Um, I think at some point in in July, it's I think it's in July 15th. Think about Singles Day in China um, in by Ali Alibaba, you know, that, that they created it. These are their own self-created flash sales that um, work side by side with Black Friday and Black Monday. You need to create your own campaigns. I'm not saying something fake. I'm, I'm talking about a genuine discount that would wake people up. Remember I said that they had over 200,000 email subscribers in their Klaviyo, um, you know, um, um, account. So what, what could we do to sort of wake this guys up? Well, when I suggested the flash sale, they were not that enthused because they, they were like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll make 25, 30, 30 grand, maybe 35 grand that day. And we'll, we'll, we'll give a blast to the email list. We'll post to our Facebook page and that's about it. I said, well, no, guys, you, you, you need to use Facebook to, to really, really wake the database up. You know that the open rates on um, email um, are not you know, that great. Um, we need to use Facebook. We need to use Facebook to, to sort of tease the database first, not only tease the database, but also make sure that they're aware that this campaign is running in our best capacity possible. And so I suggest that we go for a flash, um, for a Facebook push. We take a Facebook push approach side by side, all of the other channels. Um, so on the AdWords um, side of things, what they did is they just branded the fact on that particular day that, um, you know, flash sale, get 22% off in, in the store today. And, you know, all of the other creatives had, um, you know, the, the message. But Facebook was where we really wanted to concentrate all of our energies. 
So what we did was that the day before the sale, the Thursday before the sale, from about, um, was it 10 o'clock or it was, it didn't start from 12 midnight. It started like 10 o'clock in the, in the morning. We ran a messenger teaser campaign because we didn't want to necessarily disrupt sales for that Thursday. We didn't want sales to slump where people are expecting, hey, you know, if these guys are running a sale tomorrow, what's the point of buying now? So what we did is we only threw $200 in this and um, we had a many chats flow at the back, which I'll explain to you. And what, what, what we pretty, pretty much did was set a, a, a link click um, objective campaign and um, instead of connecting it to the website, we connected it to Messenger and um, we put $200 on it. We didn't even spend the whole $200. So this is what it came to at the end of the day. The, the messenger, basically, the messenger structure is, this is basically the, these are the audiences we targeted. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about the audiences, but just look at, because we're going to go in detail in, you know, in, in, in a subsequent slide. But to split things out, what you need to be thinking about when you're, you know, running um, promotions is you need to have or think about it from three key segments. You need offsite engagements, that's um, engagements going on on Facebook. So messenger interaction, you know, um, page engagements, video views. Sometimes I would lump all of those um, audiences together into a single campaign. I'll just combine as many audiences as possible and put it into an offsite engagement campaign. And I want to keep that separate from my on-site engagement campaign, which comprises predominantly of view content and website visits. And then the third is email lists. So obviously with Clavio, there's a one click, there's integrated, you know, um, it's not one click, but there's a, there's an integration with Clavio and um and Facebook. And and that just automatically updates. We also used used a third party tool, which I cannot remember the name now. I would share in the show notes, um, which got into our Shopify and got all emails from our Shopify, every single email from our Shopify and created a Facebook audience off the back of that. We locked them together and created these audiences essentially. And we sent our messenger, a teaser messenger ad. This is what our ad looked like. I've um, sort of deleted, I've sort of just obscured some, some areas like um, the name of the, the business and the actual creative. It was 15 second teaser videos. I think we had about three, three videos, 15 seconds. They were vertically oriented. And we just said, hey, we're running a 24-hour sale tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. Um, send us a message to get updates. It was very, very, very simple. And then notice the headline below there with the double arrows, which are called to actions to send a message. And we, we ran this with about $200 worth of um, you know um, budget. And this is what it looked like. Um, obviously, um, you want to use JSON, um, for your Facebook ads with the messenger, I, because the, um, the default templates available in messenger ads and on Facebook are, um, very, very limited to say the least. So we created the JSON code in, um, many chats, um, in many chat pro. And, um, yeah, we, we just set up a very, very simple flow. So you can see step one of the flow here, which is thanks for requesting to receive updates from our flash sale event tomorrow. Tap below tap the button below to get access. And when they tap it, they say, 
We had this um, GIF, which I said, we'll send you details about our sales event in a few hours before we officially announce it so that you get our offer super early. Simple. I think we we sent this out to about 5,000 um, you know, um, messenger accounts. And, you know, we, we set it up that way anyway. Um, after that, on the day before, um, we, we, um, on the day before we, on the day, on the actual day, um, I think two hours before the sales kicked off, we sent them a, a broadcast, um, you know, a message via messenger and letting them know about the sales and then they got shopping. So that one was pretty automated and pretty straightforward. But where the real juice is, is our mid-funnel Facebook campaign. It was CBO um, and it ran for one day. We only threw $1,000, just $1,000 on this single campaign that generated you know, over 25x ROAS. Now, how do we do it? How do we get you know, um, a CBO, you know, middle funnel campaign to, to generate so much money the key thing really essentially was that um, we we worked on audiences and creatives. Um, if you were to ask me, you know, what was your secret sauce? I'd say on the one hand, we had a very solid audience. As I said, the over 200,000 email subscribers. Not only that, we have a very thriving um, Facebook page. And with that Facebook page, essentially, um, we were able to, you know, generate a lot of offsite, um, you know, engagement, uh, offsite, you know, um, we we're able to, to, to get a lot of, um, to build an audience based off, based on, a, a, a offsite, um, you know, um, audience, which is really engagement on Instagram, Facebook, and messenger, you know, so video from video views through to post engages, um, through to messenger interactions, we, we just bought everything in, um, and then the third, obviously, was email. And I'll show you the performance of everything. So this is what I mean. Off-site Facebook audiences, on-site Facebook audiences, and email list. That's the magic. And if there's one thing you should do to the build-up of Black Friday or your next sale is to build out these audiences. You know, um, really, really double down and start to build these audiences and save the little audiences and see how big you're able to generate because this is your base. These people are warm and this is your middle of funnel, you know, but one, some of these audiences are stronger than the other. The weakest obviously is offsite FB audience. Um, and then um, a very strong audience is onsite FB audience and email list. Um, I wouldn't say which is stronger than the other. Um, sometimes the email list audience, you know, um, outpowers the onsite FB audience, but they're very, very strong. And, you know, a, a backup or a support audience is your offsite audience. So how did the magic happen? This is what it looks like. Um, so if you look at that, um, we had offsite Facebook audiences. So if you look at this slide here, um, what I've highlighted here are um, offsite pixel, you know, activity. Um, it was a mishmash of many things going on on Facebook. So if you go into your audience creation, anything that's got to do with engagement on your Facebook page, IG page, and Messenger, we lumped it in. Then we also had um, video views. Um, and then down there is um, all IG page engagement in the last 180 days. That's another thing. The cohort you should be looking at is 180 days. 
for offsite, actually, you, sh- you can look at 365 days offsite. So basically, Facebook's rule is anything that goes on on Facebook, you can build audiences up to one year, which is 365 days. And anything that goes on on your website, you could build audiences up to 180 days. In this case, we did 180 days. In your case, you could do 365 days because you've been nurturing these audiences for a bit. So um, down there, you've seen messenger interaction. Um, you've seen Facebook page engagement, IG page. These are really big, big pages. All in all, we're able to build out an audience of over a million people, over a million people off the back of that. Imagine, you know, we're talking to over a million people. Okay. The next is on-site Facebook audiences, which are pretty much, which I call on-site pixel activity. There are really only two things you should be tracking with on-site, view content and um, website visits, really. They encompass every other um, step in your funnel. So whether it's an add to cart, whether um, it's, it's, um, it's an initiate checkout, you know, whether it's a purchase, they encompass everything. A purchase cannot occur without, um, either a website, you know, content website, um, um, visits, you know, audience or a, um, a, a view content. It's, it's one or the other or both. So we built that out, that audience, obviously with that, um, audience, we're not that it's, it's not as, um, it's typically not as, um, as big as your offsite, but the quality is there because these people have visited your website and done you know, a few things on your website. The last one, obviously, is email audience. Um, as I said, we had over 200,000, um, actually 230,000 plus um, you know, um, emails in, in the list. And obviously, um, Clavio um, filters out which are you know, Facebook emails and um, we created an audience off the back of that. And this is your arsenal. This is step one of your arsenal. Now, step two of your arsenal is how you separate your ad sets in um, in your CBO campaigns. Now, you have to have separate ad sets for stories, you know, for, for stories, you, you know, the stories, um, Facebook um, stories, IG stories, you know, the Snapchat format stories. Um, so you need to create separate creatives for, for stories and create separate ad sets for, for stories. Um, you need to create separate ad sets for just image ads. You need to create separate ad sets for just video. So if you go back to the structure here, um, you'd, you'd notice that I had some ads that just, just um, stated image ads, stories ads, and then video ads. And it's really important to have it. So imagine now um, if you have your um, your three um, main audiences, if you were to lump them into just um, ad sets, and then you had these three um, these three variants, that will mean three by three, which would mean a minimum of nine ad sets. Um, you'd you'd have. Um, sometimes you might take it a bit. You might want to go more granular in your offsite. You might want to break your offsite, uh, maybe to ju- to separate things a bit, which is what we did this time around. Um, for previous um, campaigns, we we didn't do that. We locked them together and just had nine solid ad sets. Um, so that's why we had a, li- a bit more because we had, you know, a lot more, you know, um, granular audiences. But in the face of it, really, um, the three core audiences you should be looking at for, you know, flash sales. So um, I'm going to break down again. I'm giving, I'm actually just spilling. This is what I give to my team. Um, you guys are like extremely lucky, to be honest, to be to be watching this and witnessing this. But uh, 
So in your image ads, um, you, you only need two, two image, image um, types. When I mean two image dimension types, I mean you need the, um, the, the landscape image, which is a 200 by um, 6 to 8 pixel. Um, and then you need a square, um, one, one to one, you know, aspect ratio um, image. Now, what we did is we created three image ads for it. Creative is so important in with Facebook advertising and dynamic ads. So for this campaign, we went dynamic ads only. We want the machine to sort of figure stuff out for us. So um, for image ads uh, dimensions, we had um, the landscape and um, the square. And then we had three image ads each. So if you do the math there, um, we had six image ads, a minimum of six image ads. So three of each, three of the landscape and then three of the square. You can go more, um, but Facebook will allow a maximum of 10 image ad creatives. So, you know, if you want to go more, I think you need to spend more. They kept it simple this time to about six because um, I didn't want um, I, I wanted to keep things simple, essentially, because the, the, the spend there was not, you know, that much. We also had four text ad angles um, within dynamic ads. So if you know dynamic ads, the set of dynamic ads, they give you um, image video uploads. Um, they, they give you 10, um, 10 entry points, um, all optional. You just need to upload one minimum. And they give you five, um, you know, um, text ad um, fields. We, we took four of that. They give you um, five website URLs. We only chose one. Um, they give you five headlines. We only chose one. They give you five um, descriptions. You know, um, so there's headline description. We only chose one. And they give you um, all the CTA options. I can't recall. We only chose one, which is shop now. Um, and that was it, really, for image ads. Very, very simple. But, you know, um, take a note of this. Super important. For video ads, um, you only need one video ad. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing this square video ad um, because if you think about it in the real estate of a mobile, um, the more um, vertically oriented, I'm not talking about the stories type, um, the more vertically oriented four by five um, aspect ratio works much better on mobiles. And so the aspect of the dimensions you really want to be looking at is um, 1280 by 161600. Um, so we went five videos, so five or 10 video ads. And we also did the thumbnails of those videos and just made, made them, you know, really, really nice and snappy. Um, and then um, it was the same thing, just four text ad angles, one website URL, one headline, one description, and one CTA. For stories, what we had to do is at the ad set level, we had to change the placements for stories and just select Facebook stories and Instagram stories and then um, for the videos, we did, for creatives, we did three video ads and three image ads. The video ads ran for 15, 15 seconds is the max. Um, again, very, very punchy messages. Punchy message, we're running a flash sale today, 22% um, off, um, save now, offer ends midnight, offer ends midnight, offer ends midnight. Um, so we had um, three image ads and three um, video ads and... Um, they were essentially 1080 by um, 1920, just four ad angles. These don't matter because um, essentially um, no one actually reads or sees those in stories. Um, but if you get what I mean, what we're trying to do is be everywhere on all Facebook properties. 
that's essentially what we're trying to do with this and not leave um, making the machine sort of take over with delivery. So every ad set apart from our storage ad set was placed on automatic, um, which just had maximum delivery. Um, the other ways you could have done it where you spend more money and then you bid cap and we didn't do any of that. We left it on auto, but we had set everything up like 12 hours before. So we got approval, everything sat there. The worst thing you want to do is with a scenario like this is um, launch your ads like 12 midnights and hope that Facebook gets it approved. And no, you, you want to prepare every single campaign and ad set well before let it fester, let it get into the queue. And, you know, when, um, when, when, when the race starts, you know, it's, it's just off to the races, really. When the gates are let, let to open, whenever you schedule it, it's off to the races. We started this campaign at 9 a.m. in the morning because customer service um, didn't start till about that time. So, yeah, it was 9 a.m., but we had set it up well, well, well before the 9 a.m. and had them approved well, well, well before 8 um, 9 a.m. And for some of the ads that were not um, approved, we reached out to Facebook to get them approved ASAP. So these were the results. Now, I have um, I've sort of structured it based on um, website purchases. So which campaigns delivered the best, you know, in terms of website purchases, the most purchases. Top on the list was on-site activity and there were image ads. Who would have known that image ads would deliver, you know, this well? And um, they delivered um, 26 out of 79 sales. We only spent $712 in this um um, campaign. The rest of the budget was spent in the um, re- in the dynamic ads on bottom of funnel campaign, which I'm going to share with you after this. Then the next one was another image. So basically, image ads pretty much outperformed every other ad type, right? And so it was um, on site, so just website visits and um, and um, view content as you you, you would have imagined. Um, those email lists, right? The Clavier email list. And third was offsite pixel activity, um, which was the 1 million strong list. And then after that, we had, um, you know, I said we went a bit granular for some video ads. Um, so the view content, 180 days, um, that was video. Uh, and then the video ad started to sort of come through. But I'd say that's just a long tail spread in every other creative type. Now, if I look for stories, um, stories were the poorest performing, to be honest. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, you know, if we didn't set them up, you know, it's, it's money would have not made potentially, who knows? Anyway, so $712 spend generated, what, $24,000 in, in spend. Now, where did we make the rest of the money, half of the money, you think? Because if we made 50K and 24K came from, um, from our middle funnel campaign, then the remaining 25K or 26K would have come from somewhere else, which is our retargeting ads. Our retargeting ads essentially just killed it, as in like, they, they killed it, you know, given what we put into them and what they delivered, um, they killed it. And again, you guys are extremely lucky I'm sharing this with you because this is my secret source. But you know, um, yeah, who cares? Let's 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 go into this. So my um my take on retarget, let me get let me get some tea. I decided to take this CBT, CBD tea. 
Um, it's pretty good. It's, it's very calming. Okay. So this is my, my cup of tea. Um, yeah. So let's start. So CBO, um, only for your retargeting, for your bottom of funnel, what I'm doing now in bottom of funnel, again, is CBO. CBO is just around the corner where, you know, um, by um, Q4 of 2019, it's going to be the default. So I don't even mess about, right? Um, so basically, um, you only need two audiences. And because you only need two audiences, you can only play around with two audiences. And with the bottom of funnel, you need to play around with bid cap with manual bidding in your ads. So what we're doing is pretty much put, you know, spreading our bets. So we had our A to C. ATC, which is out to cart, 180 days, and um, view content and web uh, and um, website, um, yeah, website visits. It, should, it shouldn't be VW, it should be WV, website visits, 180 days. But what we did is we didn't even go auto on this. We just put set bid caps. So we set bid caps um, at 150, 250, and 199. I hope this makes sense. Um, so with our view content, really, it's really simple. Just to keep, ensure that nothing really goes wrong, we um, we broke down the segments in 30 days, 60 days. I think we even did 14 days just to make sure that the entire 180 days was covered. So we did everything and then we, we put our normal demographic there. Now, what is super important, I'm, you know, like sometimes I wouldn't even start a Facebook campaign till I, till I nail down my creatives. Creatives are like the holy grail. You know, like you guys with TV advertising, right? There's the technical bits and then there's the creative bits in, in TV advertising. Technical bit, bit is, you know, what's a frequency, what's our reach, what, um, you know, what um, regions are we going to, you know, chase? And then there's the actual TV ad that captures the emotions of people. And, you know, Facebook is the absolute same thing. Go back to my podcast and search for an article for a, for an episode where I interview um, uh, you know an expert who he launched I think it was Legal Zoom's TV advertising campaign. That guy's a genius, and if you replaced his um, what he said his words on TV right and replace that with Facebook, you think we're talking Facebook here? That's how crazy media buying is. So what we did essentially is we chased all creatives possible and um, and for retargeting. So canvas ads, single image ads, and carousel ads. With the canvas, we went video 15 seconds, okay? Very punchy videos. Um, um, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a, a wizard um, of, a, um, of a video um, creative, you know, um, guy, you know, with, with, with our team, he is just a genius. So he just whacked out those 15 second videos. Like they were amazing. And we connected them to the catalog, um, ads created four catalog ads. Normally I'll go three to five. Um, obviously you can only go one single image ad. And then we had, um, um, carousel ads with, um, one ad copy with two copy and, um, copy angles. Yeah. This is where our results, $300 spent, $13,000 um, in website purchase um, conversion value. All of the other monies came from the other ads we're running on that day, um, which I'll show you in slide one once I finish this 
slide, but let's just look into the metrics here. So again, I have, um, this time I've sort of um, listed it based on cost CPA. So our lowest CPA were uh, our bid caps of 150, as you can imagine, our lowest bid caps, our lowest manual bids. Um, Some of them delivered terrifically well. I'd say the 150 ATC delivered like terrifically well at 14, you know, purchases. Um, but um, the campaign that delivered the most was our bid cap at, at 250, which was our highest. And it was um, view content and, um, you know, website um, visits. And that generated 17, but we spent the most there um, with a CPA of $10. Um, what I like, I think the best performing rate is the ATC bid cap 250. Um, obviously, it's more the more qualified people. And um, our spend was only $49 for four grand. Um, ridiculous ROAS there at 82 ROAS, 14 you know, website purchases. Pretty, pretty um, impressive stuff here. <clears throat> but the, the principles you should um, take away with you is, you know, bid cap test in your CBOs um, when you don't have that many variables to play around with. Um, and um, you, you, you will, you know, serve, um, you know, yeah, you, 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 you will see the benefits of a map of that. Um, so, so that's it, um, I think. But let's just go back here and see where most of the other monies came from. So if you look at this, um, you'd see that we made some money that day. Um, so we made, let's see. Um, yeah. Um, so we're, we're still running some other campaigns, which we're still generating. We ran, um, let's see where all, some of the, yeah. So we, we're running another normal um, shopping campaign and we only spent $98 and that generated $14,000. And that's how we you could see the, the shortfall there. Now, the interesting thing is that the same content I talked about with the, um, with the dynamic ads for the flash sale, you know, focus is the same principles we apply in a normal, um, you know, um, um, bottom of funnel um, shopping ads. So that's it, folks. Um, that is how we generated 36 extra ass. I know it's been a wait. Um, I told you guys Monday, but it's Friday. But um, hope there's been value here. And, um, you know, um, yeah, I would be happy to answer questions in the comments. Um, and that's it, really. That's it. Cheers. Hi, I, I'm sure you enjoyed today's episode. You know, just listening, even if you listen to it, there were there's a lot to unpick. I shared a lot, which I, what, what I don't typically share, you know, in public. If you do not run flash sales, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. But the key thing is every action you take um, has to essentially build your base. That is the key takeaway, because once you're able to build your base, then you're able to implement these tactics I um, shared with you. This this entire strategy of, you know, just squeezing as much from your database as possible at scheduled specific times and not just Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, If you haven't um, already, subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It would deeply, deeply, um, you know, help us up the ranks um, and um, it would give us more exposure and it would also, um, you know, give me the feel to make more episodes like this. Until next week, have a terrific one and peace.
Bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.